Hello, hello, and welcome to the Friday Vibe of the Vibe with Vic podcast. I'm your host, Vic, and welcome to the Vibe. Vibe Tribe, it's Friday. We made it. It's the first week back for some of us, most of us, majority of us. I don't know if some people took time off for the fourth. I gave you guys a two-week break. I gave myself a two-week break uh, from, I just kind of wanted to do me. Nope, there was a lot of shit that I needed to do, and, <laughs> and now I'm back. So today's episode is pretty much not so much about the shows. There's going to be some aspects, like newsworthy stuff that I'm going to talk about. So it's going to be news, random, and I'm going to catch you guys up on my life. So let's first start off with my life. Let's talk about it. So... It's been two weeks. I took last week off from work, from everything. I just took a break to, you know, recharge. I spent a lot of time with me. I spent a lot of time with friends. It was good, but I did a lot of adulting during that time because I have to make the most of the time that I have off from work. So let's go least to most, or I might just kind of hop over everything. Threads, everybody has heard of it. If you're on Instagram, it is the new Instagram, Twitter, pretty much of it. Uh, I have entered the dungeon and if I want to get rid of it, I can't because if I get rid of that, then I get rid of IG. So there's that. It's pretty much like Twitter, you guys. But I understand. I know there's a lot of angst with it due to the privacy and all that stuff. Um, I figured our phones hear us anyways. Yep. Okay. Um, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with it. I don't know how you're really supposed to work it. I mean, yeah, it's like Twitter, but there's some other things that I believe they're going to be unfolding with it, obviously. So threads. There you go. Um, I've been, obviously, I gymmed hard. I gymmed hard on my time off. I woke up with the elders and I still went to the gym, honey, and it felt so great. I was on top of it. If I wasn't gymming it, I was walking it. And I mean walking it. I'm talking about three, four miles. I have a new path. It's amazing. Uh, It's kind of like I'm just manifesting things while I'm walking and listening different types of podcasts and I will let you guys know what podcast I was listening to later on because it's a need to know um I finally leaned in and got some airpods I know all of you have them you've been leaning in for a couple of years I have not I have been about that wired in type deal and I'm using my wired wired ones right now, to be honest. That's how I actually do this pod. Um, I used to use the microphone. Sometimes I want to go back to that. I am going to go back to that because in order to have guests, (laughs) I need to have back to that. Um, I need to use it, I should say. Uh, What else? So I love them. I got the second generation. I think I asked every single person that had AirPods how they felt about them. You know, I want the reviews. I need to hear the reviews before I pull the trigger on things Um, because I just don't want to be disappointed, right? It's, 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 it's a, it's a pretty penny. It's not like, it's still over a hundred dollars, but on prime day, it was like a hundred dollars. But regardless of that, everybody had deals. 
Um, okay, let's move on. I switched phone companies. I did it. I had to do it. I think all my friends pretty much are thanking me for doing it. The amount of dropped phone calls that I would get, the amount of, I can't hear you, where are you at? In my apartment, in the underground portion of my apartment, everything. Like AT&T can literally go fuck themselves. I gave them more than 10 years of my life. And now I had to hop on the T-Mobile train. And let me tell you guys something. It's when you run into people and you have these organic conversations about phones and your service and who you're with and how do they treat you and all that stuff, people start talking about the actual service itself, how's the coverage and what deals that they have, right? So I heard about a deal at T-Mobile. I used to be with T-Mobile when there was a such a thing as a sidekick. I know I'm really dating myself. I don't care. Um, I left them because of the whole sidekick debacle. But this be- was before T-Mobile and Sprint were like combined together. Okay, so they got my business back. Um, word to the wise, if you have AT&T and you're trying to switch over to T-Mobile in order to do that, because I was like, I'm going to port my phone number over and I'm going to keep the same phone that I have. And they were like, you have to call AT&T, they have to unlock your phone, and then you have to come back in 48 hours. And I was like, no, if I'm doing this, I'm doing this now. So I got a new phone. I got a really good deal because the trade-in value was astronomical. I really appreciate them. I'm very grateful for that. And then I got some other deals from them, like they pay for some of my Netflix, and I got a prepaid $200 MasterCard. Well, actually, I will be getting that because after turnover my phone but the process of switching phone companies took about 24 to 48 hours because they had to sync everything so some of my friends like I would text them and they'd be like who's this and I'm like it's me Vic and they were like this is not your number what's going on so eventually I kind of stopped texting my friends (laughs) because I was like this is like I'm tired of explaining the situation that I'm transitioning over so anyways okay so that's switching phone companies um I am in the midst of looking for a new place to stay but I don't want to leave my apartment but I always want to be ready um as you guys know I had water damage in my apartment this past year um and as I explained to the property manager because she heard her ear fall Uh, Because you guys, it's not, apartment shopping is not for the week out here. Everybody who has a mortgage and has been in a mortgage, or maybe you're in a new mortgage, uh, we're paying mortgage payments in these apartments right now for such a space. So I checked out one apartment. It was 597 square feet for $1,800. I was like, the math is not math in you guys I just the math is just we can't do this like this doesn't make sense what does this include does this include gas garbage everything no just for the space and I was like I'm not doing this so then I went to the other side of the city in the opposite direction and I checked out these amazing apartments they were a vibe and stuff and again I don't want to leave my space like I love my apartment it flows so well but it's about business it's about numbers it's about money it's about budget 
And I came in this place with a concession. And, you know, the first year to the second year, I was like, oh, my God, I just love my space so much. I signed on real quickly, not even doing the math that they increased my rent 12 percent. And now I don't know what my rent's going to be. I will figure that out probably within the next couple of days. And, you know, they did apartment inspections, you know, quotations, inspections, you know, just to see how you're living and stuff. So then they can charge you what the fuck they want to charge you. So um, we did that. And uh, yeah, they were like up to 5%. I was like, it better not be 5% with this fucking inflation. You guys like it's we're out here. Well, I'm out here. But again, I don't want to leave my space, so I don't know what I'm going to do. But I do have options. There's always options. But with those options are things like a give and take. And like looking for new positions and jobs and all that stuff, grass is not always greener on the other side. So you kind of have to think about everything as a totality. So that's where I'm at with apartment shopping. I told you guys, adult adulting last week was a lot I did have some space in between the time of adulting like I did one big adulting thing took a break took another adulting thing took a break and then another like it was like a day in between all the adulting things um and I actually flipped it I actually switched phones later like at the end of my PTO uh, I looked for apartment shopping in the middle of my PTO and I started my PTO buying a mattress a new mattress I don't know why I'm being so transparent on this thing but because you're my vibe tribe you're the tribe that I vibe with mattresses are fucking expensive now listen you're supposed to switch your mattress like every eight years if you have a newer version of a mattress I guess it's 10 it's like going to get a fucking pap smear every time you go there they're like hey girl you don't really have to come every single year you can come like five to seven years excuse me no 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 I don't give a fuck about the new technology you're gonna look at my vagina every single year and make sure that I'm good Thank you. You're welcome. I'm using up some of my deductible. Good night. Um, back to mattresses and not vaginas. Um, so I, in, I walked, okay, how do I start this one out? Once upon a time, I went over to my best friend's house. I sat on her mattress. It was comfortable. It was a Casper. And so I was going to go home and I was like, wow, this is amazing. I should just buy it online. But I was like, you know what? This is such a big purchase. I should probably do my due diligence. So I decided to get up at the crack ass of dawn. Actually, I worked out and then came home and then ate. And then I then went to MOA and I walked into Casper knowing exactly what I wanted to do. I've done my due diligence. I'm here. I'm ready to pull the trigger. And they had pulled that model off the fucking floor. And that is when it changes. That is when Vic turns into Victoria. Okay. And then she starts asking questions. Okay. I was looking for this. What's the, what's comparable to this? And, you know, they work off a commission and I laid on the first bed. They have five different models, lowest to highest. And I was not looking for the lowest. Like I'm 41. Okay. Age is nothing but a number, but your standards change, change the older you get, okay? So we're not doing for the base model. We can do middle of the road or we do the top model, but we don't do a base model, okay? 
but everybody has a different type of wallet. Everybody's willing to spend. I'm willing to spend middle to above. So anyways, so I lay on this bed and it's like, oh, so fucking incredibly amazing. And um, what happened here? Uh, it's so amazing. I, I think something happened with this recording. So if it did, then I have to start it all over again. Whatever, we're with it. So I lay on this bed. It's, it is the, like breathing into your guys' ear. It is the wave hybrid snow, snow, wave hybrid, whatever. And I'm laying on it. I don't know, like, it feels really great. And then I asked him for the price and he told me it's $3,999. Did you guys get not $3.99, not $399, $3,999 for a mattress? And I literally looked at him and I was like, why the fuck would you let me sit and lay on the most expensive bed in this fucking store? Are you sick? What's wrong with you? I told you the model I came in here for. You knew my budget. But hey, you're working off a commission. I can't get mad at I can't get upset about that right so they have this also adjustable portion so you remember those commercials back in the day help 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 i can't get up and i used to make fun of those people and now i'm all into it <laughs> i'm here for it they had a remote control and everything you guys so i was like how much does this cost he's like two thousand dollars and i was like huh it's what and I was like, so this mattress right here costs $3,999, and then this adjustable portion costs $2,000? Are you sick? But he was like, the adjustable portion is 50% off, and the mattresses are 25% off. I was like, I need to get the fuck off of this mattress, and you need to find me a different mattress. Okay, so this story is becoming so long, but at the end of the day, I got a great deal on a mattress. I can't believe I spent that amount of money on a mattress. Um, I don't want to say how much I spent, but it's sick, but I did get the adjustable thing. And I was like, how much is this all like, how much, <laughs> how is that, how long is this going to fucking last? And he was like 10 years. And I was like, okay, bet. I hope it lasts 10 years. I'm not quite sure if it will, but here's the one thing. People who buy Casper's online don't have to worry about being bullied into buying a mattress protector. If you buy in the store, you have to buy a mattress protector. Like, I guess it's like a requirement in quotations. But there's one caveat that I didn't tell you guys, right? So while I was in the store, I was like, hey, build me some quotes. I'm going to go home and think about it. And the general manager, she was like very frank with me. And she said, I just want to know, can I ask you why you're going to go home and purchase it and not buy one in the store? And I was like, quite frankly, I'm going to have to give my left tit to afford this right now. And I kind of just want to go home and think about it. And she goes, well, you know, to be transparent with you, if you buy it in the store, that allows us to keep our jobs. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay. Are you trying to pull out my heartstrings? Like, what What are you trying? Oh. Oh, okay. So basically, if I walk out this fucking door, you're going to lose your job. That's what you're making me feel like. That your job is on the line. That you're going to be on the unemployment line because of me. So, of course, I bought it in the store. But I did yell at them a little bit. In the most professional way. Because 
a mattress protector cost $152. And I was like, I will get that shit at Target. And they were like, no, you can't. And I was like, I ain't getting shit for free in here, huh? I said it just like that. I don't care. I mean, a little bit, but I was like, y'all ain't giving me nothing for free. People spend thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars in this joint and you ain't going to give a mattress protector for free. What? Like, it's weird. So my mattress gets delivered this weekend. Um, if you're thinking about pickup and, and mattress takeaway, that was built into the cost of it too. I mean, I pretty much gave up at the end of it because whenever I tried to say, Hey, like, I'll just do this. Like I'll call 1-800-JUNK for my mattress. They were like, no, it's actually costs the same amount. And I was like, you know what, girl <laughs> left it. Just take the right tit with you. Okay. Just, just breast list right here. Just take it all just right there on the table. So that's what's happening. It's all going to be done. And I'm going to be sleeping comfortably in my new help, help, help adjustable bed, Casper bed. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, wow. Um, I've taken up 17 minutes of your time. Let me take up three more minutes of your time. Let me talk about the most other random shit that I wanted to talk about. Okay, so I have now, I used to be that grande ice vanilla latte with oat milk, okay? Used to be that girl. I used to love those. I still do. But you guys, I experienced my first iced chai tea latte with one pump of brown sugar from the buck of the star flame flame you guys it is so fucking where have i been what rock have i been under this shit is so fucking good i mean life liberty <laughs> life and liberty so if you go to caribou you won't find a brown sugar pump anywhere, but you can put vanilla in that bitch. And it's again, life, life and liberty. <laughs> it's so fucking good. It's like my new, you want to see me on crack? Give me a chai tea latte <laughs> with oat milk. <laughs> it's so good. Um, I think that's it. I think I've, I think I've drained you guys of my personal shit. Um, so I am going to, I'm going to take a break and I'm going to come back and we're going to talk about some shit. We're going to talk about everything that's been going on in the last two weeks. Not everything, but some things. So, and shows too. So pop vibe and show vibes are coming up. Stay tuned. Oh, I'm back. Hey, here I am. Um, <laughs> so I also want to share with you, I'm not done sharing. Sharing is caring. You guys, I have so many things. I feel like when I don't do this pod every single week, I feel like I have to let you guys know everything that's going on in my life, whether you like it or not, but I appreciate you for listening anyways. So I made some ribs for the 4th of July of in the oven because again I don't trust community grills because I don't trust how people clean 
because people are fucking dirty. Okay, I'll just say that. So I decided to make some ribs in the oven. They didn't turn out right. I look like a clown, and but I did redeem myself today. I made some oven ribs, and they came out amazing. And they were two separate ones. The first recipe that I utilized, it was like two twenty-five um, in for two and two and a half hours. When I tell you that that meat came out and it looks still raw, I was like, what the fuck is going on here? So then I upped that shit to like 275 and then it just was, it was too little, too late. You know, it went from raw to tough and I was like, fuck this. But today's, mm, two out, two and a half hours on 300. I put a rub on that bitch. Um, I brined it with like, not brined it, but you know, I set it up with some mustard. Did you guys know that you can, you put mustard on meat to make sure that the sauce or whatever like actually like penetrates? Did you guys fucking know that? I'm telling you, TikTok teaches me so much. More than anything I ever learned in fucking high school. It's sickening. Okay, so enough about that. Let's talk about the pop vibes. Kyle Mauricio, a.k.a. Kyle Richards and Mauricio Mansky. Oh, Vibe Tribe, they're separating. They are separating. If you haven't heard, I know it wasn't this past week, but the week before. And this is a, one thing I can tell you. I noticed a long time ago, but I wasn't the first to crack the case. I wasn't. It's all about behaviors, you guys. And Kyle's behavior towards Mauricio had changed over the past six years. Not six years, six months. And she was back hanging with her sisters. But the biggest thing was she wasn't, she was hiding that ring finger, honey. Let me tell you something. If you ever want to know if somebody's going through a divorce or about to go through a divorce or whatever, and they have to take pictures, they go out with their girls or their boys or whatever, and that ring hand, the hand that holds that fucking ring and start hiding, red fucking flags, honey. It's all about the behaviors. It's all about observing. Now, the rumor is that Kyle's having an emotional and physical affair with country singer Morgan W. Waylon, Wyland, whatever. I don't know. Do I believe that? Allegedly. Do I believe that? Mm, my theory has always been that Kyle has chosen to be sober. And when you choose to be sober and your significant other continues rolling with their normal behavior, which involves drinking and smoking, the things you used to do before are the things of the past. So they're not evolving together. They're on their own beaten paths. And besides the rumor about Kyle having an affair, we all know there has been rumors about Mauricio slanging that dick in these streets like it's free 99. Okay? Do I think he's cheating on Kyle? Abso-fucking-lutely. Have I ever? Do I have another theory? But I actually do have another theory. I don't think you guys are ready for that one. I don't think anybody's ready for that one. I don't know if I really want to share that one. I should be really fucking bold and share it. Let me be the first to say, a couple of years ago, three years ago, there was a rumor out there. There was a possibility that Mauricio had slept with Farah, allegedly. Now, Farah's the oldest daughter from another, from actual Kyle's first husband. 
Listen. <laughs> that might be the biggest fucking reach ever, but crazier things have happened in Hollywood and Beverly Hills or whatever. So that is one of the things I thought about. But regardless, do I really think that happened? I'm not quite sure. It's kind of like a weak rumor, but it's kind of like a deep rumor. You know what I mean? Regardless, word on the street is once their separation was announced, cameras were back up and running. But like, here's one difference between Scandival and Beverly Hills is that Kyle has always tried to hide her secrets. She's very protective of what she doesn't want the public to know and always has been. Beverly Hills is fake, you guys. I mean, their faces are fake. Their bodies are fake. Why would their lives be actually truthful? Okay? Why would they? Whereas VPR folks, Vanderpump Rules, you know, they're here for the mess. They love it. They swim in it. Either way, it's not the same. It's not the same. Um, yeah, let's move on. Let's move on to the next messy-ass couple, Kim and Croy Bierman. Y'all, let me tell you something. Kim and Croy have decided to call off the divorce. Now, Kim's been running us ragged with the 911 calls and all the allegations where Croy's been over here digging himself out of a hole. Now, bet both of them have issues. And I don't know what Kim thought was going on with filing, like what was going to happen with her filing for her divorce. Perhaps she thought Bravo was going to pull up with an offer and a camera. We don't know. But what we do know is that they're in financially, like they're in financial dire straits. And I guess it's cheaper. <laughs> you guys, uh, the saying cheaper to keep her. But in this case, <laughs> not so much because they're broke. Homegirl owes Target, y'all. Target. And we all know Target's financial area, they don't fuck around. And so she'll probably be permanently blocked from getting another credit card from them again. And listen, Kim is skinny and she's stressed. She's walking these streets. Skinny and stressed. Stressed and skinny. Also, but this is a good example that if you come into money, you should call an attorney and get a financial advisor immediately who can set yourself up for success so you won't eventually be pawning off your big, dumb diamond ring. She hasn't done it yet, but I'm sure that's been a thought. But let's revert back to those 911 calls and how footage was released. Now, what we all noticed was the infamous robe that Kim still has. It's her comfort robe. I believe that robe has lasted through all her children. Okay? Next, did anybody notice how she was speaking to her mother on the phone? That was the first 911 released footage. She was talking to her mother on the phone. Like, since when did her and her mother reconcile? What did I miss? Next, because there were two videos, one was of Kim speaking to the police, another of an officer speaking to Croy, as he explains that like Kim has a major gambling problem that has reached to $1.5 million, you guys. He said she's decimated their financial bank accounts. <coughs> Their assets are close to nothing, and I can't imagine the stress she's like, like he's under. I mean, she doesn't seem like she's stressed. I mean, she's skinny because she doesn't have any money anymore. I guess they're both stressed, right? I'd be stressed too. $1.5 million, you got six fucking kids um, and four that still need to be 
raised and taken care of, I don't know how she sleeps. Listen, this is the same Kim that was recently on the latest episode of Real Housewives of uh, Atlanta. She was out to dinner with Sheree, Lisa Wu, and uh, what the fuck is that girl's name? Anyways, I don't remember the last girl's name, but she was in the first season. I feel so bad. Not really. Anyways, Lisa Wu asked her about how her marriage was and foreclosure. And she said along the lines like, 11 years and still going, girl. And she made a face towards the question because, you know, Lisa Wu is a, a broker. So she knows all about housing and situations. She could easily go home, Google up that shit and have access or whatever. But so she asked him about like the $200,000 towards like the foreclosure. And Kim was just like, she's so deep in delusion. It's insane. Um, I honestly don't know how it's going to turn out. Do we think that Bravo should bail Kimmy out? Like they bailed Teresa out because they really did build like bail did I say build my bad I had to go grab some water but um they bailed Teresa out of her whole thing her restitution and stuff I will die on that hill if anybody decides to say that's not true it is true um but I just don't think that Bravo's in in the seat to save like play captain save a housewife anymore do we think maybe so all right Let's move on. Kiki Palmer. Okay. Um, Y'all, Kiki Palmer's baby daddy has been kicked to the curb, curb and rightfully so. Um, This dude thought he could control Kiki. He must have woke up and hit his head thinking he could throw around that BDE, that big dick energy, and thought all the statements that she made on a podcast with her mother wouldn't stick. Like when you, you tested her and you lost, you got jealous of her for dancing with Usher, Usher Raymond, you guys, Usher, sir, sir, have several seats. You had one job, one job, and that was to be a stay at home parent while your baby mother went and fulfilled a goal of going to the Usher concert and meeting him. Like she's been leaning into her body. She just had a baby. The baby's name is Leo. He's amazing. He's so cute and stuff like that. But she's leaning into her new body and he's been clapping about it, but he wanted to control her. What? What? Kiki Palmer's baby daddy. You know what he is, you guys? He's what we call a bum ass dude. It's giving insecurity. It's giving you got ahead of yourself energy. It's giving you fumbled the girl and now your ass is kissing pavement. Kiki's now a single parent. Uh, she went on, I don't know if it was a live or something, but she made set a message and she was like, I don't know how you guys do that, but she's a mother. And for those of you who don't know who Kiki is, she's an actress, songstress, and all-around beautiful black woman. Google her because she's been around for a good moment. She it would actually be a really good host for a late-night show because she just has that such great energy. But she doesn't deserve this, and she knows her worth, so she kicked him to the curb, honey. And we love that for her. Next up, besides Kiki Palmer's baby daddy, who's a bum-ass dude, let's talk about Jonah Hill um, and all his misogyny. He can go straight to hell. 
Uh, the old saying of you are who you hang out with comes true in this. Like his bestie is Leonardo. Leo, can I speak today? What the fuck? Leonardo DiCaprio dates women who are f- a fourth of his age. And Jonah Hill thought he should hop on that bandwagon. Now, I'm not going to read you all the things he said in a text message to his girlfriend, Sarah Brady, but the summary is basically he has all these demands for her to oblige by, and if she's not going to follow those rules, then he can't be with her. Listen. This may be mean, but Jonah has always been known as this nice, sarcastic guy who finished last, finishes last in the majority of his movies. And now we know why. Because he sucks. Because he doesn't respect women. Like, I don't know what is in the energy right now in the world where men feel like they just want to disrespect the fuck out of women. But I'm going to need them to pull back. Take the foot off the vertical pedal to the right, honey. Pump them brakes. I'm 41, and I get it. AJ, nothing but a number. I say that all the time. But a number. But I'll be damned. If I try and sleep with a 20-year-old that don't know the words to SWV's week and has not watched not one 90s movie, are we sick? And doesn't plan on it? Oh, no. You don't know anything about Back to the Future? Top Gun? Not the new version? The old one? What are we doing here? You've never seen Menace to Society? Boys in the Hood? What? We can't even have a conversation. You don't, who's Eminem? Do you know who Eminem is? Like, no, we're not doing this. Okay? Like, we're just not doing this. Um, also, remember the movie that Jonah Hill and Lauren London were in? Um, in Netflix. I forgot the fucking. I really need to do my homework sometimes, but sometimes I just want to fucking come in here and just like, rawr. But, okay, there was that Netflix show, movie, whatever, that Lauren London and Jonah Hill just made. It's new. Like, it just came out this year. But maybe that's one of the reasons why Lauren London didn't want to kiss him and wouldn't kiss him on that movie. And some of you are like, she did kiss him. Mm, She didn't. It was computer-generated. Okay, maybe Jonah's energy like gave off snake. Okay, either way, Jonah Hill, eat a dick. And how about you not use therapy to weaponize women? How about that? Don't do that shit. Fuck off. Um, and other news, Raquel, BPR news, I should say. She's holding out for a big paycheck. And in the year of our Lordess Tanya, my friend, Poor girl should be happy she has her looks and start over her life because she's not smart or interesting enough for reality TV. Ooh, y'all feel that burn? Tanya, Tanya stepped on Raquel's neck with that comment, okay? Tanya's right. Nobody cares about Raquel. Even though the cast is filming and Ariana and Tom are in the same vicinity and but in separate rooms, like, nobody cares. Like, yes, we do want to see how it all unfolds but actually we are we kind of over it like we were on a high you guys we were so high and i think all of us have come down off of that high i think we're all sober again and i don't think we really care i mean i'm interested but do i care if raquel comes back 
I think she still needs to go work on herself a lot because it was a lot watching it. I can't imagine being within it. So anyways, like, let's be honest here. I don't, and this is for any reality TV show, especially when it comes to the Housewives, VPR, any of the Bravo shows kind of, um, I don't want to see every single fucking scene that they're filming prior to it airing. Keep the clips to yourself because like, I want to want to watch the, the mess in anticipation and not know what's coming. Like that's the joy of reality TV. And right now the internet isn't boating us well in that category. Okay. It's just not, not doing it for me. So that's why I just keep squirreling and I get it. We can, but it's like not like, I don't, there's a million other things that we can talk about. We don't need to talk about like, look, look at Scandival over here. or They all met up. I don't know. I'll watch next season. I got it. We at least have that energy right there, right? Um, okay. Um, I'm going to end the pop fives with some good news. We're going to end on a high note with the good news. Jamie Foxx, y'all, he's resurfaced and he looks well. I feel bad for thinking that it was not him at first, but it is him. And I'm happy and grateful he's recovered from his health scare. Jamie Foxx is back. Very scary. We didn't know what was going on with him for a couple months. But now, like, he's out and about, and he looks good, and it's a great thing to see. Okay? All right. That's it for Pop Vibes. Let's talk about Show Vibes. I have been watching, and just like that, on HBO Max, you know, Sex and the City reboot. You guys, um... I'm laughing at some episodes. In some episodes, I'm like, I'm just watching. I don't, I think I have a hard time watching Shay regardless. And I mean that because I am a die-hard Grey's Anatomy fan. Okay? She's always going to be Callie to me. And that's, that's fucked up. But seeing her as Che and how she treats Miranda and how Miranda is not really being Miranda in this season is really killing me. Like, I can't. Like, it's it's funny. But, the, I mean, so far this season is funny. Um, but there are some moments that I'm like, I don't know. And everybody's really anticipating Kim Control, a.k.a. Samantha, for coming back. And she's really going to be a cameo, you guys. So I'm going to need you to calm the fuck down um, because it's not going to be what you think it's going to be. And so, yeah. Next up, Onward and Upward, I finished the second season of The Bear. I'm going to tell you this. I was triggered on two different fucking levels. And I'm, I'm going to tell you the first trigger is, is if you've ever been in the service industry, when you watch those tickets come out of that motherfucking machine, it is, it, it takes you back. It's like my anxiety shot through the roof. I had to get up from my couch and pace my fucking place. That is how much PTSD. And listen, I worked at Perkins, where we never said no, and we kept on just seating people and seating people, and you screamed at each other, and you worked through it, and you just did it. 
<laughs> and you, you learn so much from the grit and the resilience that you have. And once you're out of it and you hear that fucking machine go off with those GD tickets, it is like, oh my God, it like brings you back. And the other trigger, I'm not going to give anything away, but fuck. Oof. That, oof. I don't want to, triggered. Ending, triggered. That's all I'll say. Go watch it. If you haven't leaned into the bear, go watch the bear. First season, great. Second season, great. Needs to be a third season. You cannot, great. That's (laughs) so good. Fuck. Wish I could talk more. Don't want to give anything away. Got it. Move on. Um, as far as shows are concerned, Summer House, uh, Martha's Vineyard has been renewed for a second season. Really excited for that. Um, I also have been leaning into Love and Marriage Detroit. Now, there was Love and Marriage Charlotte. There was Love and Marriage Huntsville. If you are familiar with Love and Marriage on the OWN network, Oprah Winfrey network, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. I, after watching the first, second episode, I'm telling you this, I am not flying to Michigan anytime soon to find a man. Fuck that. Um, (laughs) uh, They're different out there. And you know what? Hey, do you? Um, But this show and the the husbands on the show, uh, no, no. There, no. And that's all I'll say. But I'm still going to watch, obviously. <laughs> um, okay, so while I was on PTO, I... Okay, I saw one of my infamous... One of the people I follow on Instagram, when she says something's fucking good, she does not disappoint. And so she put up the podcast, uh, Scamanda. She was like, this fucking podcast was so fucking good. And I was like, oh my God, I got to go for a walk. You put on a podcast, you put your AirPods in and you take yourself, you get, you put on those sneakers and you walk that fucking pavement. Scamanda, I was enthralled. I was, I was invested. It is so fucked up and so good that you're just wanting more. But it is about eight episodes, I believe. Eight episodes and really good the way how the, they conveyed the story and everything like that. So if you're looking for a new podcast, you like that white collar true crime shit, uh, go ahead and lean into Scamanda. It will not disappoint you. Okay. And then once upon a time, not long ago, when I started really leaning into listening to podcasts, I listened, I started out listening to Serial. You guys know this. Well, I just love true crime. I just do. Well, after listening to Scamanda, I decided to, I need to find a new true crime podcast. And I started listening to The Prosecutors. And normally when you have a true crime, any type of podcast, majority of them are all about the, on the defense. Like you're, you you talk about it's more of the defense people talking about the case than the prosecutors. And these two attorneys, male and female, I forgot their names, sorry, um, they go over cases that we already know. So I'm currently listening to them, and they are talking about the Adnan Adnan Saeed case. You guys know 
if you haven't heard about it like I don't know what fucking rock you've been under but honestly it's it's a really great case for me that all started like what 2014 when I started listening to Serial so to to hear it from a different perspective is like uh just lights my fucking fire all over again so I'm listening to that right now obviously when I move on from that I'm probably gonna listen to the Murdoch case and stuff they have so many cases they've been actually doing this for years I just found them so again if you're looking for another true crime podcast the prosecutor's totally fucking into it um and that's that so well I have I've done enough okay um I'm losing my voice, not really, but like my mouth is fucking dry. So I just want to say welcome back to me. Welcome back to you. Thanks for tapping in and vibing with me today. Um, Your listenership is greatly appreciated. I just, I love the support and it just continues to get better, better, I should say. Um, But when you get a moment, please leave me a five-star review on either Apple or Spotify. Heck, like, write a fucking review when you're feeling, like, super froggy for me, okay? And I appreciate you guys. Until next time, stay classy. Cheers.